Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. Happy New Year to everyone. Michael Burry on Twitter is posting some predictions for 2023. Let's get right into them. And they may sound slightly familiar to some of you. <laughs> Let's shoot over there. I've just tweeted, someone's been watching my videos. <laughs> now, obviously, I'm joking. I don't think Michael Burry is watching my whiteboards, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe he is. I think you guys will definitely, uh, this tweet will sound familiar to you. So he says, inflation has peaked, but it is not the last peak of the cycle. We are likely to see CPI lower, possibly even negative in the second half of 2023 and the U.S. in recession by any definition. <laughs> I think that's kind of a, a little bit of a jab at uh, the Biden administration, which you guys know changed the definition of, or disputed the definition of inflation, or excuse me, um, recession, back when we had two consecutive quarters of negative real GDP. He goes on to say, Fed will cut and government will stimulate, and we will have another inflationary spike. It's not hard. And uh, again, for you guys who watch my channel quite a bit, you know that this has just kind of been my base case for, boy, it seems like over a year now. But it's it's really that you get some disinflation because whether you look at the 1970s or the 1940s, inflation never goes up in a straight line. It always comes down. In fact, there was a lot of debate in 1976 that inflation was dead, that they had, that Arthur Burns had beaten inflation. And a lot of the, the Keynesians were out there arguing this. And uh, that's because you saw significant disinflation. You saw inflation come down. Well, actually, let's go to some charts and check it out. We'll look at the exact numbers here. Let's go to let's just 1970. We'll start. And we'll just go to 1980. And so we've got, well, I guess this just gives us a cumulative for the entire decade. So that doesn't help us. Actually, nope, I take that back. This wrong chart here. Let's just go to the 1970s again. Okay, so this red line is the CPI. And just imagine living in 1974, where inflation rate gets all the way up to 12.3%. But then over the next two years, all the way to January of 77, it pretty much goes down in a straight line. So you go from 12.3% CPI all the way to 48 that is a, I mean, just think about that right now. If over the next, call it year or so, the CPI or the next couple of years went from wherever it peaked at like 9.1, I believe, and went all the way down to call it 3.8. I think a lot of people would be claiming that inflation was dead, that we don't have to worry about it anymore. And by the way, if we can go from 12.3 down to 4.8, in the 1970s, I definitely think we can go from 9.1 down to even sub 2% in the 2020s. And why not? Why not? And let's not forget in the 1940s, we went from 19% to negative 2% in a year and a half, two years. But then what happened? We had the, uh, we had inflation bottom out around 4.86. And then from there, and, and and again, I, what I want to focus on here is how the, the market is almost always, or the, the, the broad opinion of people is almost always wrong. 
because you could imagine that right here, everyone is thinking that inflation is going to go up forever, right at 12.3%. And then it goes straight down to 4.8. And then you, you would assume, and I've seen debates, so I know this is true, that in 1976, that everyone was assuming that inflation was just going to go right back down to 2%. That, the, that Arthur Burns had won. And then as soon as everyone is on one side of the boat, <laughs> the exact opposite happens and inflation goes from 4.8 straight up past the 12% that we had in 75 or 74 up to almost 15% by 1980. And then you can see M2 really uh, you know, come down here and it, it, it grows and goes up you would assume that M2 would be uh, the result, or excuse me, the inflation, CPI, would be the result of this M2 growth with a lag. But um, I think there's a little more to it. I think it's, uh, I think that this is definitely has an impact, but I would argue that uh, government spending as a percentage of GDP probably went up as well. And it isn't just specifically the M2 money growth. But any, I don't want to get too far off topic there. Hey, guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. My point is you see that inflation goes up and it goes down. And usually when you get kind of a change of inflation or you get disinflation, it usually pretty much go, goes down uh, Quite a ways. I mean, you've got this little spike right here, and then it comes back down, and then you've got this spike up, and then it flatlines. Look at that. Flatlines for, geez, a good part of a year before it just accelerates faster or accelerates further up until we get to that point where we were in 1980. So I don't see why the 2020s would be any different. And I think this is exactly what Michael Burry is saying. And it's exactly what I've been talking about as far as my base case on my videos for, who knows, it seems like uh, over a year. I think, I guess the only uh, apprehension I would have is that many people have this view. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that though. Not too many people do. I know Lynn has the same view and Brent might have the same view. But yeah, I guess I shouldn't say that because it seems like people are either on one side of the boat or the other. Uh, that they're either hardcore disinflation, deflation, or you know hardcore inflation, and uh, I, I I don't see a lot of nuanced arguments. Although maybe I'm just not looking, where people say yes, we can actually have both throughout the entire decade. 
All right, guys. Uh, one last thing I wanted to announce is we've got the Rebel Capitalist store up and running. <laughs> Angelique just texted me this morning and told me that I've got the green light to go ahead and give you guys the URL. So if you want an end the Fed hat, uh, well, actually, I can go there real quick. Josh, can you put it in the chat? It's just rebelcapitaliststore.com. Yeah, I'll, I'll look for it right now. Go there. I'll show you guys. And we'll be adding to this as we go. But right now, the list of items that Angelique has up there um, is the in the Fed hat. You can get a Rebel Capitalist mug, a sweatshirt, a bumper sticker. You can get a, a briefcase. Wow, that looks really nice. <laughs> or you can get the Rebel Capitalist t-shirt or you could get a hoodie. There you go. So Josh... All of your wildest dreams have come true, my friend. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you can get an official, uh, you and all your uh, Gen Z friends can get their official Rebel Capitalist hoodies. <laughs> so anyway, guys, if you want to get your official Rebel Capitalist t-shirt or end the Fed hat or mug or bumper sticker, uh, you can go to rebelcapitaliststore.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.